Hey, everybody. Hope uh, hope everybody's having the best week ever. Uh, I am stricken with a pretty bad head cold, so if I make a big, like, snort noise during this, uh, the next minute or two, I apologize. So uh, this show is brought to you by our buddies over at Apex Pro, uh, and uh, check them out at, uh, at uh, apextrackcoach.com. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of new things coming out, uh, hardware and software wise, through them. Uh, and uh, yeah, give the uh, give the website a look. Um, Apex Pro is uh, only supported on iOS, so you got to steal your mom's iPhone if you're an Android dork like me. But uh, it's really really cool, unintimidating, and uh, and kind of intuitive as far as the uh, the in car display, etc. So check out ApexTrackCoach.com. We're gonna have Andrew on the show shortly. And I also really, really want to thank uh, our Patreon sub- sub- uh, subscribers, uh, patrons, whatever you call them. Uh, our buddy, uh, he, this is actually the dude who found me my supercharger, Scott, Scott Malloy, uh, and Alex Nordson, Eric Streeter. Man, he's a, he's a friend of ours from up north. Chandler Marr, who's ran through a bunch of Good Life uh, Beginner and Intermediate, and uh, I believe he's got a goal of running GLTC next year. Uh, Jacob, uh, I don't know how to say Jacob's last name, Bodenauer, looks like it, uh, Jay Glumis, Marshall Cash, Matt Murphy, Pete Lindbergh, my man from uh, from Texas, uh, my other man from Texas, I got two Texas men, and uh, and Phil uh, Jolicoeur, jo- I'm probably butchering that name, but he's a silly goose, he signed up for the silly goose level, we love that, thank you guys so much, uh, you guys are helping uh, basically make uh, the website and probably get some travel uh, out of some of this bucks uh, so that we can get Abe and myself down to do cool interviews and get Derek up here and things like that, so I hope to produce uh, more cool shows and uh, really appreciate it, if you can search Slip Angle and Patreon in the Google search. It should pop up first thing. Uh, and really, really appreciate all the uh, listeners, regardless of their commitment level monetarily. And uh, you guys, uh, you guys are all the best. So, on with the show. Glad I got that out of the way now and yes. not during the show. All right, we're good. Oh man, mistaken <laughs> identity. So, what's uh, up, Dave? We're at game night again. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> I have met you too. Ah, uh, there's so many people that look the same here. It man. is weird, eh? What's up, Jackie Ding? Hi, hello, guys. We are uh, we're doing another show. This is uh, Time Attack Superstar number two. Time Attack Superstar number two, Jackie Dang. Number two. Who's number uh, one? I don't know. You uh, you recorded with us maybe oh, a year ago. That is true. Oh, yes. Yeah. This, the this name was of before the show. you got Super Number One. Uh, yes. I, I can oh. actually hold that if you before don't want to hold that yes. out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you uh, you were at round whatever so uh, at Gingerman at the end of the year. Yep. And you can't hear me. You He's got earphones on in. our show released that you were going to move away from the S2000 and you were going to start developing the TA90. Yes, I remember that one. That was Honda Meet. That was Honda Meet. Oh, that was Honda Meet. Yeah. yeah. That's so long ago. Yeah, it was a non-competition event. We actually had free time, babe. That's what happens when we aren't running time attack cars. It it is only half a year, but for me, for us, it feels like it's been like 
that was a lot. Season. That was a lot of events ago. Yeah, that was like eight events ago for us. God, but, for sure. Um, so how'd the first super go, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> It went really well. Yeah. Uh, until mm-hmm. until I became part of M1 Concourse. Yeah. And uh, I know. I said, yeah. I, I I had to help tow it off. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry. It's not my event. I just run it. it happens. Yes. It does no, happen. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, you bought. A new Supra. Yes. Uh, you took it to Road America or Road, yeah, Road Atlanta the first event? We went to Road Atlanta for the first uh, yeah. Grid Life event. You took it up to a CSCS event. You had event. a CSCS. lot of wind buffeting right. issues. Yes, wind buffeting issues was huge. Uh, I think on on my like my old GoPro video setup on my helmet, right. and the S2000 never had any issue. Moved into the Supra. You couldn't hear the engine. It's just wind buffeting. Really? Yeah. It was really bad. So now the only solution I have to solve it is to have a secondary camera on the back of the car, right above the exhaust. Okay. That's how it picks up all that noise and not the wind buffeting noise. I still haven't solved it, but... Man, YouTube problems. Yeah. That's a YouTuber problem right I there. Know. That's I know. a problem I don't know about. How many subscribers do you have now? We have, like, almost getting to 19,000. That's pretty I think rad. you're over 19,000. Are we? I gotta, gotta double check. But yeah. we're like I just looked at your channel the other day. That, that somebody happened. somebody sent me uh, the video that you did with my car. Oh, and, yeah, I did that. And I was like, wow, Jackie's almost at 20,000. Yep. Uh, I... I'm sorry. I was supposed to make that a series, but the video didn't do so well, so I stopped. Yeah, but you should have looked at the car more instead of my dumbass. I know, yeah. I know. That was a mistake. People wanted to see yeah. fast laps. Yeah, should have let you drive. I'm sorry. So uh, you're through the first chassis. Yes. And like that was unfortunate. Yeah. Through no fault of your own. Like it, it was just an awkward uh, thing. I watched the video. Yeah. And well, it, was just it might have been a little bit of Jackie's yeah, fault. Like, I think, yeah, I'll raise my hand. I was, that was my dumbness. Uh, well, when you get in the grass and that higher, it's like a hard right hand sweeper at M1, and yeah. that grass is, gets slippery. Yeah. It's real slippery. But I'll be honest, I like the red car better. Anyway. The red car is way prettier. Uh, yes. So, uh, so walk us through the development phase. What did you do to the first car? Yeah. And then what have you done to the second car? So, so first thing we did with the first car was pretty much. Uh, laser scan everything, pretty much 3D scan the like most of the body right. work with space bore, and so he got uh, he got onto developing carbon parts. Right, like that was set in motion almost as soon as we got the car. So then next start we started okay, let's do some basic brake pads, wheels and tires, and that was as far as we got with that one. Deleted a rear muffler, right, lightened some interior panels. So it's very very basic for that car. Okay, uh, I remember at Road America we still had. Our, we, had, we were just nearing the end of our first set of tires, so it was sliding everywhere. We had no aero, we had no power mods, we had no suspension mods. It was still stock suspension yeah, on that car? Yep, so it was pitching and rolling and pulling through the through the kink and then getting sideways because right. there's no aero grip. And it's fun, it was a riot, it was just wasn't very fast. Yeah. So I think we finished like 10th. Did you have an exhaust on that car or no? Yeah, we just d- deleted the muffler and yeah, had two straight pipes on the back. It sounded really cool. It was pretty cool. Like it actually sounded quite race car. It, it, it was. It yeah. sounded pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so now with a downpipe, it sounds even better. Okay. But yeah. Um, after the first one got wrecked, my fault, my dumbness, um, we got the second car. Right. Uh, paid mostly through with the insurance money. Which yeah, is, you bought track insurance. Yes. And yeah. I sold the first chassis off, actually. Okay. So, so the yeah. guys are down in Texas... Uh, He's making YouTube videos now too, yes. right? Yeah. They're making YouTube videos on that car. It seems like crashing cars and making videos about them is better than just making videos about cars you don't crash. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Like it's like there's a real business there. Car repairing YouTube channels. Yeah, yeah. Like they were telling me like, the, oh yeah. The guys who bought the the, the Viper. Viper. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like 
I don't know, like six hundred. It's ridiculous. Over half a million. That's what they do, like for a living, is make videos of crashing cars. I had so many YouTubers fighting over my wrecked chassis, trying to buy it because they want to be the first person to repair a wrecked Supra in the world. Because right. they can put all that in the YouTube headlines and make all the clickbaity videos. So, they want. so when Jackie crashed that car, yes. um, I walk over, I walk out there, and like we're trying to make it do something. Yeah, like that thing wouldn't do a thing. Yes, like it wouldn't start. It wouldn't talk to you. Like yep. it was all error codes, and like it hated its life. Yep. Uh, so I wonder, like, how in depth that repair actually has to be. Like, do you know how bad any um, of the systems were? Or? Yeah. So, so they got rid of one of the charge. Uh, there's something for electric on the batteries. Right. There was a charge that went off, so the battery wouldn't start the car. Oh, they okay. Repair that section. They got another one. Okay. Place it, and now it starts. So it's like a like a, a crash protection yeah. failsafe. Yeah. So after that, yeah. like the, the the explosion bit set off. Right. You won't be able to start the car anymore. Makes sense. They repair that, start the car, engine normal. Yeah. Everything's fine. Like Drive the, o- the old fine. Fords had like a. A, a fuel kill that would kill the fuel pump when they got in a yeah. high G accident. Yeah. So it's sort of like a modern version of that. Kind of huh? like that. So it's, all the engine right. cuts off, all the electrics cut off. Interesting. So all the drivetrain got shot off. That's why we couldn't start the car. Yeah, we couldn't do anything with so, it. We couldn't steer it then. We couldn't yeah, do anything. It was bad. We had to put dollies underneath of it to pull it off the track, yeah. actually. Yeah. It was uh. not a fun time. So um, you... After that, after Road America, you had the event, yep. uh, the incident at Speedring. Yes. You got into a new chassis, and then it was rapid development for GTA, right? Yes. Uh, the rapid development the rapid development lasted about two weeks, I think. It was a solid, solid 11, 12 days right. of just on the road, no sleep. That's all it was? Yeah. So from, yeah, the whole, like that whole video series Holy was 12 cow. days. And we were trying to edit on the road, edit in my, in the back of the Sequoia. Are you serious? Yeah. And, I remember because we had to get the car and the arrow was late. Air right. development was late. We're trying to like, oh, let's finish everything, all the arrow, right. so we can go to Chicago, so we can get it all done and then ship it out from there. Right. Arrow was late. So then we were, we were screwed up. You know, we had to go wrap the car without a hood and then brought it back in the rain. Right. They fit all the body panels on it without the hood. We went straight down to Chicago. Went to AMS, uh, downpipe, tuned the car, made 450, uh, 450 wheel and about 500 torque. Really? Yeah, and wow. it was a detune. Wow. That's that, a lot of jam. It was a, it was a pretty good amount yeah. of jam. Went to TF, did corner balance, installed all the callover bits, did full suspension, STL arms, A box front sway bar, really? corner balanced, thing was set up suspension wise. Yeah. Then we had to get the car back on the trailer, drove it all the way back to Canada, Toronto, put all the aero bits on it, <laughs> and then that was three, two and a, two days, two nights, no sleep. Right. Spade, Spade just spent it fifty hours in the shop. Fifty so hours. I I did watch that video and yep. I was just like, it was really that the crazy. TV the whole time. That's that crazy. crazy. That whole video was fifty hours. We, we we slept for maybe total of like I slept more because I I couldn't. I slept for maybe ten hours. He slept for like three. Wow. Alex is crazy and incredible. Yep. Is, really is that going to be a production item? That hood and everything. Yes. Yeah, that's is, what I thought. Is, is ready for production. Right. Uh, we're uh, the front lip. We're still working on it, but right. Space is also moving, working on moving. So they're not going to be ready for production. Hopefully, in like a half a month or so. It's a really cool looking piece. It is. It looks really cool. Yeah, we'll make it better. Like- and, and like I remember when I was watching the video, the hood basically has like kind of the fenders in it also. Yep. yep. And you didn't have any cutouts for like uh, uh, fender vents. Yep. And right. That was something that you did. Was it while you were Button Willow or like on the way? So, yeah, uh, we the car was shipped out, right? 
we wanted to have Fender Vince on it initially, but then Spade was like, we're out of time. We have to get the car on the road Sunday night, and it was just not going to be made. The Fender Vince cannot be made in time. Right. So as the car was on the road, he was back at his job, like, working on making this whole new Fender Vince. Then he flew out to California with a, with two with a pair of Fender Vince wrapped in, like, cloth, and then brought it out, went to a shop, got some drill, drew, cut, cut the hood. <laughs> he did that in California? In California. That's he awesome. do a roll bar as well in California. Really? And change the rear brakes. And that was all Friday, and then went to Button Willow Saturday. Who did the roll bar? Bolton, or what uh, was it? That was a Bolton roll bar done by Studio RSR. Okay. They actually had a few, like, several, several SEMA Supras had those kids. Wow. And I asked them for a special time attack, special kind of roll cage with a single crossbar. Right. You know, try to save a little bit of weight. I think we saved, ended up being like a 50-pound roll bar instead of like 75-pound. Okay. Right. It was a decent saving, so. And so, like, with you in the car at race weight, what is, what, what is the whole setup weigh? Uh, without Arrow, I think it was about 3270. It's pretty light. So, with Arrow, oh, <laughs> oh Dewey got gotcha. you. Yeah, that was a, that was a plum shot. Yeah. So, Freaking Dewey. With Arrow, I'm estimating about 33, 3290-ish. Right. With me. Our uh, ultimate goal with it is to get it to 30,000 without driver. Okay. What so. uh, uh, what was the button wheel event like? Super lap battle. Super lap battle was crazy insane. It we, seemed like you were fighting it. We we were. Um, I think we were the lucky ones. You went very fast. We we did go pretty fast. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on to how that, that little, little. Was that your second time at button wheel or yes, no? That's second time. So yeah. first time with the S two thousand and then we did a fifty four six. Right. Second time with the Supra. Yeah, we fought issues the whole weekend. Yeah. I mean, at first, you know, when we first shake the car down. <laughs> Handling balance was kind of all over the place because the rear springs just wasn't stiff enough. You can see in the live stream, the car was doing like thing basically wheelies through the S's. The front wheels are off the ground because it, it was way too soft in the rear. So right. rear spring change, rear ride height change, a little less wing right. helped the car out. But we're still fighting a little bit of uh, front understeer high speeds. But also there's a whole electronic issue that I'm sure you all know. So. Yeah, so where did that stem from? Like what was the digital issue you were having with that? A few areas. So... The car has very sensitive suspensions. Right. I think the dampers itself have a, like an electronic damper. It, has a, it needs a canceller, otherwise it will throw a coat. Okay. That's one thing. And then you have a right high sensor that if it's off levels and if it, if, if, the, uh, if it hits an impact and the suspension moves out of its you know, range, it yeah. throws a coat. Okay. And then there is an actual like, sensor for how much the damper moves. And if that sensor doesn't sense its proper readings, it goes out of whack as well. Right. All of these would cause you to have a suspension problem where it will light a code and you have the traction control turned on forever. And then you have to try and come in and turn it off and it may or may not work. So that's the main issue you were fighting, right? That's pretty much right. just for us. So for some of the other guys, the other, like, one, like, uh, like maybe four of the other seven Supras, they had an issue where they couldn't move without turning the traction control on. Really? Like even the Daioshihara with the evasive car, the KW guys who built all the canceller kits were there on site trying to figure that car out. Right. And he'd go out, literally start from pit lane. Fifteen feet later, he stopped. No, can't do it. Traction will turn on again. No way. Yeah, it was insane. Holy yeah. cow. And then we had guys like pulling like fuses, trying to get rid of traction control, pulling out wheel speed sensors. Next thing you know, the car threw even more codes. I was like, limp mode. He's like, oh, don't do this. We're like, we know you shouldn't have done it anyway. Right. But yeah, it's very intricate. So, so you think uh, in the next year or two that stuff will all be no big deal? Like that'll be sorted out? Or? Yeah, I hope so. We right. have a solution for that coming. Uh, the guys at USR actually tested a few solutions and uh, had some very innovative but expensive ideas. Right. Uh, by buying a secondary, a second K KW canceler kit and putting 
two kids finding enough cancer to put them together for one kid. <laughs> so it's about you're buying about like nine hundred dollars worth of cancer just to oh make my it gosh. work traction control. So, so, uh, so when you arrived there, it wasn't throwing any codes. Everything was plugged into yeah. cancelers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it just it figured out that you were messing around with it, and it shut the yep. party down. Oh yeah. Was that a dangerous like transition into traction control or anything, or was uh, it? We have yeah. I, I, it was because I've heard in some new BMWs and stuff like yep. if it starts to like invade your inputs, yep. that the car can get like unsafe to drive, and if that happens in the wrong spot on a track, that it's bad. It is pretty bad. Yeah. I, I remember speaking to you guys about a like, in Road Atlanta. Right. It was turn five where you have like that S's at the end of the S's going oh, yeah, up the yeah. hill at the left. Yeah. Sometimes you know you accidentally touch a curb on the right, you're not supposed to, and then the, there's a lot of suspension movement. Right. In my first car, when I did that, sometimes you know you're under braking and you're trying to correct the car, doing a lot of steering, quick steering movement, under braking. Right. The super really freaks out about it. Really. And it, it will just yank. It will just break the right the right side front wheel. Right. And when you're turning left, and suddenly oh. you're just going straight because the car is wanting right. to save you, and you're not trying to have it save you. Right. And you're being pulled straight towards the wall. So. Right. So, yeah, that's yeah. stuff. I mean, that's that's that gray area of yes. like all this safety stuff might not be that safe in our environment. Yeah. Like it can get sketchy. Yeah. But. We're we're working on maybe getting paperwork on maybe right. figure out how to turn these things off. We don't know yet. We're right. hoping to know it by NCM, right. so it will be okay. great to be able to run the season. I hope it goes well. Yeah, that's the stuff that scares me with modern cars, though. I really, it's uh, that's hard to that's hard to fix. It is. But. I mean, I, I was hearing you guys' podcast the other day, like talking about you know what year would be like the ideal for. Uh, oh for yeah, which, yeah. Alex day. Moss and it was and, like uh, 07, yeah. no? so oh six oh six. Yeah. I mean, my old S two thousand was oh seven and never gave me any problems. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's probably pretty car dependent. Yes. But, yeah. It was pretty car dependent. So uh, with this, it's tricky, but like I'm not gonna lie to you, there's so much potential. Right. When we did that fifty zero at Bunwillow, it was, it was third hot lap. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, what was the fastest you ever went in your S two thousand there? Fifty four six. And that was supercharged, right? No, that was NA. Oh, I thought you that had the supercharger NA. on there. No, last year. Or that was, was Coda. You had yeah. it after Coda. I co- yeah, so we'll, if we go to Coda this year right. with a Supra, we'll know exactly how much faster it is compared to the right. supercharger. Or Mid Ohio and Atlanta right. is also one we want to go to. So. Well, how, how was it? Uh, so, it, what what tracks have you done that with the Supra that you did with the S2000? You did M1. Yeah, M1. Um, um, Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta for sure, yeah. Right. I think the biggest difference in Road Atlanta was even, you know, we, we went, went there with the uh, Supra, basically stock with just brake pad and tires. Right, yeah. Versus an S2000 that was aeroed out, suspension, corner balance, supercharged, everything. Yeah. It was as, it was as on it as we could. Right. The, the S2000 ended up doing like a 34-1. Right. But basically, bone stock Supra on tires did 35-0. It's pretty ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I'm not going to lie to you. That Supra, even without the arrow, feels way more stable at Rolanda Turn 12 than this S2000 ever Really? Day. Yeah. It's, uh, it will never get loose. It's did, that stable. Did you have bigger tires on the Supra? Or? No, because it's S2000, yeah. we had 285 squared. That's what I thought. And then the Supra was a staggered 255, 275. <laughs> and really? it weighs like 500 pounds more. So there's some good stuff about it, though, huh? I, I think just the arrow property. It's just in right. the whole arrow design in the last 20 years. You know, the S2000... Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's a brick. It's a bit of a brick in the internal. Versus yeah. Supra, it's very sleek and it's very neutral. So it just gives you so much high speed stability and so yeah. much confidence. So okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the things you know we like looked at the car. It's one of the trade offs I was kind of willing to make. You know, right. I look at Dewey. He's very much gone the other way. You know, with a 
older chassis that's very yeah. light and throw up under power raw and brutal and it, no it, safeties and yes. yeah like, it's it's very brutal so the power to weight ratio yeah. is very good right versus on our hand i'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of weight right to gain that aero property to gain that stability to gain right. that you know modern chassis right. to gain the technology that comes from the last God, compared to his car, like 30 years. Literally 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, his, sup- his Subaru was probably... Mid-80s, right? Yeah, yeah, that chassis was probably designed in the late 80s. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's an early 90s car. Yeah, so, so it's two very different philosophies. I kind of yeah. love that, like, those two cars can sort of compete. Yeah. And, like, they'll probably be pretty close this well, year. We're going to find out a gingerman <laughs> if we can compete. That's the yeah. right, that's, that's goal. Um, we're, we're really hunting for it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. What uh, um, One thing I've been wondering... Is what are you going to do with the S2000? S2000, actually, Alex here. Yeah. He is going to be taking a lot of initiative on that project. It's going to be our PhD racing Halo car. Okay. We want to make it. Well, we know that Moss last week said he want to make it the fastest S2000. His his car, the fastest S2000 okay. in the country. We want to make our S2000 the fastest time attack car in the country. Well, in North America. Time attack car? Yes. Like all time attack? Well, going after Will like and life. Un- and- unlimited. Yes, that's wild, that's, man. That's a long plan. It is a very long yeah. plan. You know, we want to. I hear go you got to cut but... the windshields down to be cool now. Yes, is that what you're gonna do? We can do that. <laughs> we can so, totally do that. It's no big deal, right? No big deal. <laughs> you're gonna be faster than the big bad wolf. Uh, it's a fast uh, big S2000. bad wolf is quick. And that's a fast car. Robert is such a genius, and dude, he helped me out so much. Like, how we... did that? How does? How did that car even do that? I know. Like, it's so shocking. I remember that one lap, you know, the the rocket kind of anti-lag uh, manifold that keeps cracking yeah. and they keep welding together. Like, I look yeah. at that and I can't do that. No, yeah, it's I, so I've got cool. four years of engineering school. I still can't do that. My like favorite that. thing about the Big Bad Wolf is uh, launching two jet skis at the boat launch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Using it as a car. Yeah. yeah. Or as yeah. a truck, actually. Yeah, just just pop the sequential yeah. into gear and uh, roll it back. It's so yeah. wild. I, I do like it because it's, you know, it's, a, it's the ultimate road S2000. You can still drive it on the road and yeah. do one yeah. lap. Literally. But for, but for us, I think that will be, our goal is just be an all-out time attack car. Okay. Well, that's Alex that's is, exciting. Alex is... You mean Charles? <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Charles is a different guy. It's dark in here. I've met a thousand people again today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you're like enough. the same size person. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I've, ca- I've called Abe somebody else all the time. It's no big deal, right? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll try do- to make it good because we have Mikey on board. He's going to be yeah. taking care of all of our air, uh, power compartment. Yeah. So Turbo K is literally right down his alley. Oh, you're yeah, going to do a, a K-series? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Mikey does. <laughs> Mikey will do crazy things. And we have Spaceport to do all the aero. Right. And we, you know, on Will's car, we know Space can do all the aero yeah. he wants. Yeah, they, and that will be really cool. So. Very cool. That's exciting. Yep. It is. Um, it's a long-term project. I wondered and, if it was just going to be like relegated to daily driver status or no, what. No, 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 no. That's we're, cool. We're, we're way past that stage. And then you and I talk about the 886 all the time. I was just going to mention oh. that. You've got this other car. Yes. He's got this ancient Toyota. Yes. Uh, any plans with that? Oh, my God. The 86 is still, you know, I speak to you a few days ago. Like, it's my, it's the car that I've been wanting to drive the last four years of yeah. college. More than the Supra, more than the S2000, more than a Ferrari yeah. even. Like, I want that car so badly, but, you know, I'm too dumb to fix it myself. Yeah. I don't have the time to go yeah. try to... You got that connection to it because yeah. it, it was uh, early yeah. on in your car world, yeah. you know? It, it is the first car yeah. I ever owned. Yeah. And it's the first car I passed my driver license test in. It's, that's right. You know, it's my late grandfather's last gift to me and everything. So that's a lot yep. of sentimental value to it. And to me, I just, I want to get it back working. So we're hoping to get it running in a month. 
Right. And then it's a long road prep to GLTC, maybe. You want to do a maybe, wheel-to-wheel maybe. cage? or uh, Yes. We'll I think do. whatever you do, yeah. you got to put that N2 body kit on it, that yep. wide body. Yep. I, I, yeah, I'm that's so good. We're just discussing with Alex. I mean, like, yeah. if we if we do have an accident with a stock body A86, where are you going to sort the body panels? Yeah, If you, you know. crash it with an N2 like, wide body, I can always find a replica body panel just to stick it on and everything. Right. It's to me like I feel like that makes sense, and I just it's, want yeah, to drive the hell out of that. It's thing. probably easier to buy aftermarket stuff for that car than for factory sure. bits, for right. sure. Right. So it's and and that's such an old car yep. in like the import world yep. too. Like yep. so many are thrown away now. I know they're getting rarer and rarer every day. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm if I do it, I it's gonna be show car quality into spec. Right. GLTC raceable. It might I not be that. like very competitive, but I'll Doesn't be sideways matter. everywhere. Doesn't matter. And I will love it because Fiona can't pass me if I'm sideways and in front of her. So uh, has Fiona talked about uh, her plans for the blue car? Yes. Well, yeah. we're actually bringing the car to Mikey's uh, place today just okay. to start, cl- start cleaning up the cage and everything. She just here? got done. No, she is not. I didn't see her. Yeah. She is busy at home practicing on iRacing. Okay. So she can start preparing for Coda in, a, in about a month. So what's she going to do at Coda? Uh, well, she's going to be doing GLTC. She cage it? It's already caged. It's done. It's done. Okay, cool. Now we just now just need to start like removing and all this, doing all the safety stuff, remove the supercharger, and then yeah, she's she's been texting me about like fire systems and stuff like that. So that's awesome. It's exciting. So we have a lot of projects going on with PhD. Who did the uh, Who did the cage for it? Uh, Top Garage in Atlanta. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that trip was on the way back. That trip was bad because it it a twelve hour drive. Yeah. Had a puncture. Then nobody had the tire, and then. Yeah. It turned into three days. So yeah, sometimes yeah. that happens. Race cars are hard. Yeah, it was very hard. <laughs> so uh, we're we're kind of into 2020 now, and yes. we've got Coda coming up. What is what does the 2020 schedule look like for PhD racing? I think big focus for us is grid life. You know, we honestly we start from grid life, and we love grid life. And this year's calendar, especially, it was it was just like everywhere. Look, I, I want to go to this one. I want to go to this one. Actually, I want to go to all of them, so I bought the old 7, 7 race. Did thing. you really? Yes. We tried to space it out a little bit more yeah. for it. So for us, in terms of schedule, it's like, wait, I can do two events every month, pretty much. You know, whether yeah. it be a grid life event or a combination of something else, or just two grid life events per month. To me, I'm like, oh, this is freaking perfect. And I love it's that. Basically, all between my two semesters of school. So I'd be finishing school and then race, 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 go back to school. Is it really? Yeah. That's so I'd cool. be full time in Chicago, doing playing race car stuff. Working on PhD, trying to make the super work better, and hopefully beating Dewey's ass. Well, somebody's got to beat Dewey's ass, right? Yeah, I know. Hopefully, Dewey, it does, hopefully it's not Abe or I because he's been a naughty boy on track. I think Dewey's he's pretty he's fast. pretty reliable. Dewey is fast. We know. I we couldn't know. believe. I watched that video today that Gears and Gasoline dropped. I know. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe how fast he went at Road America. I totally forgot about that. Well, <laughs> and I ones, eh? I remember. I mean, obviously, I'm on the film yeah, yeah. talking to Dewey about needing a push. And it's because his car yeah. shit the bed, not on track. In grid. In the grid. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we, we had just had to have Road America, when you get oil anywhere on the pavement, they have to send somebody to clean it. Yeah. And so Dewey, I think, was it Dewey? Somebody dropped some oil right there. And we were like, put a cone over that oil. Because <laughs> they were like, they would take the safety team, shut the track down, and clean the grid. Yeah, the track like, would go crazy. cold in oh, order wow. for yeah. us to clean up the yeah, grid. Yeah, it, oh, was, wow. it was crazy. So we, uh, we covered up a bunch of oil in the grid with cones <laughs> so that we could preserve the day. That's awesome. It was a hard, that was a hard event. That's why people, uh, you should come The track to is life. almost too pro. It's oh. almost too much. Like, so I was at Barber last weekend, yeah. and uh, there was a rainstorm coming in. I, I had left Indianapolis, 
and beat this like gigantic storm front to the track right, at Harvard. Right. And the 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 storm was coming in, but it wasn't supposed to get there for like another forty minutes. Right. And they they killed all track operations and oh. just brought everyone in and we just sat in the clubhouse for like no ninety minutes. And I was like, this is not a grid life because we yeah. would have been out until the lightning struck. Well Yes. Well the most tracks, most tracks are like, all right, they have a they have the radar app or whatever, yeah. and when the radar gets within a certain distance, that's when they kill it. Yeah. And usually, it's like five to ten miles. Yeah. Forty minutes is a long way. Well, away. no, what was especially weird is it was like uh, over the lunch hour also. Okay. So everyone breaks for lunch, and yeah. then we're supposed to go hot again. Right. And. They just didn't. Man, oh, it's H- like, why wouldn't you not just postpone lunch? Yeah, that's yeah. not how that's not how it works always. But HPDEs are easy. Wouldn't that be so easy to just do those? No. It, <laughs> all right. But I do know you guys did like keep the okay, Autobahn open until like yeah. that massive storm came in. And as soon as it was gotta gone, run them. as soon as it was gone, it was green again. Yep, got to run them, man. Yeah, right. Sell them spots. Got to give them that track time. It was great. Thank you very much. Uh, no, and it, the funny thing about track time uh, for these events is... No, not every driver will take advantage of every session. Right. Uh, but driver satisfaction is just the option yeah. to drive that session. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. there's a ton of time on Sundays that's available that almost no one ever uses. The, there was it's just so and that there was it's like there. The, the wettest, coldest Mid Ohio Sunday or whatever, and like there's yeah. four cars out there, and Jackie's like, "Can I go out again? I want to go out again." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You> remember that? <laughs> did like all the track time in a wet Mid Ohio. We did. Uh, that was so much fun, actually. Yeah, it's a scary wild place in the rain, man. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm uh, I'm excited to see the new car, man. I think it's going to be a fun Thank year. You. We're very excited yeah. to go to NCM. I was just, just talking to Matt about, you know, trying to work the, work out the sound limit and everything because we're right. trying to work out. A, oh, Matt Busby? Yes. Yeah. Trying to work out a, a custom uh, exhaust well, and everything. So. A, a lot of times it seems like turbo cars don't have too much of a problem. All right, so. perfect. We're fine. Tur- turbos are really good mufflers, yeah. which is cool. Good. So. I'll straight pipe uh, it. That is something we do need to talk about on the show more is mufflers and Maybe NCM. we should have Matt on the show. We probably should. We can probably get him on the show. He's a very nice dude. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Or he, yeah, seriously, the Laguna, Laguna Seca spec exhaust. Up and around. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sort of built one of those for my hatchback. Just up and aiming the other oh, way. I, 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 think, I think it's remember showing that. I think you did that for scene points. I did do that for sh- for hot boy points. <laughs> um all right, well, my voice is dying. We're into this thing for half an hour. I think we need a show with Jackie. That's a pretty good show. Jackie, Very fast w- time attack show. I wh- like it. Where do people find uh, the YouTube things and all the stuff that you do? YouTube things, Jackie Ding, J-A-C-K-I-E-D-I-N-G. Yeah. Instagram, Jackie J. Ding. It's that easy. Jackie so. J. Ding. Yes. Help me get yeah. over 1 million subscribers by 2030. That's our uh, goal. I don't know if you're going to find that here, but... Uh, Eventually, yeah. uh, we will. I mean, with us, we're not the we're not oh, the channel for more subscribers. Don't worry. By twenty thirty, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get you to one million. Maybe too. we can convince a bunch of our old listeners to go to YouTube. That'd yes. be cool. That'd be cool. Um, no, it's uh, it's it's been fun seeing you progress throughout the year. Thank and, you. Thank uh, you. Throughout the years, and the first time Jackie ever came to a time attack that I remember, you came to another one. But the first time I was Mid-Ohio. like, I know who that kid is. Yeah. He was at Audubon, and he had wheels strapped yes. to his convertible roof yeah. yes. on his uh, on top of his car, uh, and he like, like strapped to the soft top. Yes, he slayed everybody. Yeah. At it, that was, event. Oh, it was so that impressive. Was so happy. That was like three years ago now. Yeah, uh, that was the yeah, first. Was, uh, yeah, that was the first kind of like the real big win for me. So yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed that one very very much. Yeah, that was the wild weekend. That was the first time I was like, I know who that kid is. 
That kid freaking rules. Because he's got tires strapped to his roof. Yes. <laughs> and we won that one. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate your loyalty to the series too, man. It's been it's been nothing but uh, fun running with you. Same for it's gonna us. keep you on that black stuff instead of in that green stuff I, or dirty I, I, stuff. I so if you remember <laughs> the the finish line at Road America during our brackets yep. was I don't remember the corner oh, numbers. I, it's I what is it yeah. like thirteen or yeah. something like right, that? Yeah. Basically right off and, the apex. And I'm in uh Oh yeah, Pete's I remember this. Pickup truck, we're doing timing and scoring yep. from there. Because we use an yep. autocross timing system for the bracket battles. Yes. And so yeah. like Face forward, I'm watching the start of brackets, and behind mm-hmm. me is the finish of brackets. We're in that like cutout lane. Right I already on. know what you're talking about. Yeah. And we see Jackie Ding come by the finish line, like full sideways, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh no! Oh yep. no! Oh no!" Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you know that for that corner, I actually planned that out. I spoke to <laughs> that Dan was Lewis. on purpose. Yeah, that was on purpose. I spoke to Dan Lewis. <laughs> I told him like, "Wait, so you look at the layout." If you're full throttling through it, even if you spin the car, I, I bet you I could rotate the back of the car with a transponder, pass the line quicker. <laughs> so I, so in that battle with Sally, I know she was like in front of me. I'm like, I gotta go for it. I'm, we I'm doing it. We so, weren't using transponders for that one though. Oh, <laughs> it was oh. digital eyes. <laughs> it don't matter. The back of the car went past it anyway. So that's awesome. I did it. I went past the line. I'm like, hell yeah, I think that worked. Wait, I'm doing like 70 miles an hour backwards. And I'm on the grass, heading towards the t- tire wall. It's a really oh, bad shit. idea. It's <laughs> a really bad I thought idea. About the execution, I didn't think about the end result that would yeah, lead me to the wall. You got to think all those steps, man. We stopped about like three feet before the wall, but little did we know we're gonna wreck the car on the uh, other side. Th- so there was, uh, I saw uh, like a, a block of like thirty images. I forget yes. which. It might have been Sullivan. Sullivan. One of them Sullivan, guys yeah. just bla- machine gunned the whole thing. It was yeah. like, I think Jack is gonna wreck that car. <laughs> <laughs> just go, 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 go. <laughs> I sent that to super legend Max Arito and he loved it very yeah, much. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember that's the story that I heard yes. afterwards. Arito, so you had him. like you also had a big feature on what Toyota something recently. Oh, dude, that's his like, really. Yeah. So for so when we got the car, for, for, got the like the first car, right? A uh, bunch of guys from or that worked at Toyota was like, "Yo, you want to get on TRD.com? Like, we'd love to do a feature on you." Right. So they got me to a news agency and they wrote this whole like interviewed me, got this whole question. Somehow they twisted me into this like F1 caliber driver and they titled the article The Beast from the East. And I, and I, <laughs> That's and I awesome. weigh like 120 pounds, dude. Like, this kid they wrote me as this beast I gotta from find the that. East. I'm like a Chinese Brock Lesnar somehow. I don't even know how that came from. But no, the article was great. We loved it. And That's like, awesome. Oh, yeah, it's funny as hell. Did you That's see awesome. a bump in uh, subscribership after? A week Sorry? after. Did you see a bump car. in subscribership oh, no. after? Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, Bad timing on that article, huh? Yes, bad quite timing. A bit. And then the well, very next week, the car was gone. So, well, that's Whoops. fine. All's well that ends well, right? Yeah, that's I, a it, it's a testament to buying track insurance. Yes, track so. insurance is good, especially yeah, if you're a dumb bad. 21-year-old kid who's going on M1 concourse and, and in a car that you probably don't want to buy two of. No, nope. so. no, nope. track insurance pay for the second one, so. Yeah. I'm alright on that one. So has it been easier to find parts and supplies and stuff as yes. more inventory begins yes, to show absolutely. up? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of aftermarket parts start becoming available too. So awesome. Now you know if I bend a c- control arm or something, I go straight to SPL. They make everything already. Have all the arms on my car, except maybe the rear lower one where you have the spring seat on it. Right. Everything on it SPL. Cool. So if I bend anything, it's all universal. They ship me something out real quick. It's on the car, like That's next good. day. That's good to know. It's very, very good. So yeah, having uh, these great spotters, sponsors, and supporters on our program has been huge. Awesome. So what partners do you have for 2020? 2020, big one is AMS Performance. Okay. They've been a forefront. You know, engine. They're you know a lot of people know them from GTR Drag Racing, and it's 
you know, insane yeah. that they do like started with Evos yeah. and GTRs. Yeah. They, they yeah. VW stuff. A lot of, a lot of, for sure, a like, lot of modern things. A lot of people think like, but Martin's actually a really good road course driver. Yeah. Martin, the owner. So he, he's ran uh, speed ring the last two, two years. Times, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and you know, like they've been doing a lot of engineering work on that one on the Supra, and they have so much things working on, like including a water to still water to intercool uh, intercooled. Intake manifold right. that'll take nitrous, meth, port injection, anything you throw at it. It's nobody's yeah. working on anything like it. Anybody's, you know, they, they're working on so much cool stuff that cool. I can't even tell you about. So, right, and they do a lot of stuff in house too. A lot of production right in house. Yeah, they have like four like three D printers that's always running, right. always printing out stuff. So to be able to work with them on something like this is just been amazing. Right. Who's uh, who's the rest of the people that have helped you over the years? Uh, TF Works, obviously right. they they've been a very big suspension partner on us with with Reinhardt also. Uh, SPL coming on board this year, uh, get, awesome. uh, providing us and helping us with a lot of like suspension adjustment. It, it's so good to be able to just adjust the arms reasonably easily, right? And having all the adjustability. Yeah, you're not dealing with crash bolts and all the weird yes. stuff that yep. comes with a lot of modern Eccentric cars. Eccentric lockouts and so right, on and so right. forth. And then ABOC has been huge for all the sway bars. We've been running them on all our cars. Yeah. And uh, Motorsport Hardware helping us with like the studs and everything. There's yeah. a lot of, lot of, yeah. Koenig, all of the, yeah. Sorry, cut that out. It's oh. not Koenig's anymore. It is Titan 7, Sports <laughs> for All. Yeah. Koenig on the old car. Koenig on the old car, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they worked. And then the Titan 7 just worked right. better. Well, they so. make big size, big, big size wheels for your new car, right? Absolutely. So. And, uh, the, I think the best thing about it is everything's forged. So, yeah. You know, dude, we hit that wall with that first car. Mm -hmm. The the wheel wasn't bent. They're very pretty wheels too. It is very pretty. They're very cool and reasonably priced and everything. So I I cannot recommend them. I I do love how the new car looks. Uh, Big fan. It'll it'll be fun to see. Thank you. We're hoping to make it prettier, make it more aggressive, make it still within the street mod rule book, and to make it ice cream passable. I love that. The street mod rule book, like there are a half dozen cars that are. At the limit, and yeah. they're all and it, so different. Yeah, it's they're crazy. all so different. It'll be a fun series. So okay. it, I think it's for me like the variety, which yeah. is insane. Also, we know there's a GT500 shell becoming. You know, we know Moss's K-Swap S2000. We it's know Dewey's, which yeah. I rode in last weekend, and it is awesome. It's gonna be a weird year. Yes. A lot of different cars. It's crazy. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. There's a lot of clash of concepts, a lot of clash of ideas. The GT500 on 285s, that's going to be weird. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I bet it's going to be really that's difficult a big to drive. Car. <laughs> it either, it's either going to be a rocket ship or it's going to be a pig. Right. It might well, be both. Eric can drive too, so. Yep. We know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see where it goes. It's what exciting. A, what a crazy time. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to stop talking. You guys keep talking, but my yeah, voice literally good. hurts. I need Sorry. something to drink. So, no problem. Thanks for coming on the show, Jack. Thanks Thank a lot, you guys. guys so much. Thanks for coming on the show, Charles Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay. Co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits at Grid Live to say hello. Hello.